Blog Talk Radio. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? They didn't play all so well, so uh, I guess they didn't deserve the win, but once you get in overtime and the slate is clean, you thought something would happen, but then there was a little confusion, I think, between McDonough and Girardi went out behind the net. Forwards had already peeled off, and bang, bang, and Sam Rosen said, Tyler Bozak scored. We pretty much own the Leafs anyway, so we got a point out of the whole thing. So I'm doing good. That's the, that's the, that's the short answer. That's the, <laughs> right. Uh, that's the short answer. Yeah, I, I didn't think they put – you know, some nights you play a good game and you don't get a win and you feel like you deserved a better fate, and then there's some games where – you don't play well, and you take the point, and then you move on. I didn't think they played well at all. I thought they let, I thought they let the Leafs dictate the play from most of that game, whether it was up tempo or slow it down snooze fest, which most of the second period was. I just thought they let the Leafs dictate the the, the pace of the game. Hate to use that term, but it's true. And uh, I didn't think they played that well. They got the two short-handed goals. Other than that, it was miss the net night at Madison Square Garden. First ten thousand fans. First ten thousand fans get hit by flying pucks. Holy <laughs> crap! What did JD used to call it? Miss the net itis. Yeah, really. Rick, here's Rick Nash missing a wide open net. Here's Brian Boyle missing a wide open net. And Stahl from the point, he misses the net. Richards from the point, misses the net. Jeez, 
just a Sam just a, could have just took a nap, which I think he does anyway. But just hit a button, misses the net, misses the net, misses the net, and that oh goes God. wide of the cage. Well, that's <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, the game was almost like an afterthought, considering the big news. I mean, the big, big news that was being, you know, that happened to the Rangers today, and that was was handled by the New York radio stations with such with such irresponsibility, really. <laughs> Even when they talk hockey, they frankly have no idea what they're talking about. But that's why we're here, Jim, and that's why the fans are here, and that's why the chat room is jammed. I want to know everybody's feelings on everything. So why did you announce the official, uh, the, the, the particulars of the trade, and 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 leave the driving to us. I mean the whining. I mean the, you know, joy. If people found it <laughs> joyful. Well, the the uh, official trade is. I think everybody knows by now. Ryan Callahan, Captain Ryan Callahan, in what I believe I saw was the first captain for captain trade. In the history of the NHL, did not know. I I believe I read that somewhere. Uh, not sure where. Uh, Ryan Callahan traded to the Tampa Bay Lightning in exchange for the reigning uh, Bob Ross Trophy winner, Martin Saint <laughs> yeah, yeah. Louis, or as Sam calls him, San Louis. Uh, a a first round draft pick in 2015, and a second rounder in 2014, which will become a first rounder in 2014, should the Rangers reach the conference finals. <laughs> now, further complexicating the deal, if Callahan, a pending free agent, Signs mm-hmm. with the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Rangers will receive the Lightning's second-round pick in 2015 and will then, in turn, surrender their seventh-round pick in 2015. You need a fucking abacus to, to interpret this trade. None of one of these kooky goddamn trades that this old man makes. I think he just throws a dartboard at draft picks, and that's how they come up with these deals. So, and I'll tell you, you know, I, I think anybody that's listened to this show long enough knows that, that uh, Ryan Callahan was, <laughs> up until uh, 10.30 this morning, Arizona time, was my favorite Ranger. Uh, so it's heavy on the heart, but in the head, I, I'm okay with it. I'm not worried about. I'm not one of these people who sits and cries over draft picks. Oh, we got no first round draft picks. What are we gonna do? Yeah, no more Brady Shays in the pipeline. No more Michael. Oh, are we gonna find the next Delzato without a first round pick? Yeah, really. How are we gonna pass on Cam Fowler and Tarasenko and Jaden Schwartz without a first round pick? I mean, you yeah. know, you go back and look at you know first round picks in hockey just don't have the same meaning to me 
as first-round picks in football. You're talking about guys that don't make an impact unless you are a lottery team, which the Rangers will never be because they are always just good enough not to be lousy. They'll always pick in the middle, somewhere between 10 and 20. Unless you get a lottery pick, you're not getting a guy who makes an impact right away. So it's a crapshoot. Guys, this is going to sound terrible. Guys get hurt. Guys blow their knees out. Guys drop dead. Anything can happen to a draft pick in the five years before they make it to the NHL. You know, your second – Boston and Chicago and – well, maybe not Boston because I think they did wind up with a lottery pick with the Kessel deal. But, you know – Teams have have sustained themselves for years in a competitive fashion, being better than mediocre without the benefit of a lottery pick. There are well, other ways and, and, to build a competitive hockey team. The Rangers are never going to be terrible where they're going to have their. But I mean, I don't want to underscore. I mean, I don't want to underscore the importance of having your picks. I like the picks, but. You have to look at it from Tampa Bay's point of view. They're getting a guy, a rental, and they want, they want something for Martin St. Louis. So, uh, I mean, I didn't think the deal was – I thought the deal was, was good. I mean, I, I, again, I'm a big Ryan Callahan fan. I don't think any, anybody here isn't. You know, I mean, uh, you know, but – I think Martin St. Louis is is the kind of player for this team that he's building here, which is a fast, up-tempo game. And Ryan Callahan, you know, on a regular shift, was playing second, third line. Look at the point differential between the two. And St. Louis has predominantly played without Stamkos the whole year. Uh, he's, he's better suited for this team. And I know a lot of people <laughs> are like, well, we, we're getting smaller, and we need big guys to compete with Boston. Well, we weren't beating Boston. Uh, well, not Chicago. We weren't beating Boston with Callahan. So it, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so the, the whole thing, oh, I want the Rangers to be big and tough and burly. Yeah, well, <laughs> name some guys. You want, you want big guys that can play? You know, so uh, just give it a break. Now, I, I, is it you got a guy who what? How old is St. Louis? Thirty-eight. He will be thirty-nine in June. Well, he's an older player. They got him <clears> right after the Rangers year. win the cup. He will turn thirty-nine. Oh, very good. <laughs> Rangers are on kind of a tough streak right now. That haven't played well since that freaking Olympics. Oh my God! I swear I want to strangle Sam Rosen. He promoted that thing for forever and forever, and it just killed the Rangers. It killed Still, all the momentum. I... It, it, kill, it, it killed Zuccarello out. For, uh, let's not underestimate that loss either, folks. You've got a guy who was the leading point scorer, and he's out for a month now because of this Fakakta Olympics that he was promoting. All and Lundqvist looks like he still hasn't come back yet. From Sochi, he's got the Sochi hangover over there. Sochi jet lag. <laughs> Screw that fucking Olympic shit. And all the other teams kicked their ass with the with the Zetterberg injury and John Tavares. 
<laughs> Although that was a good thing. Not for him, but for the Islanders. So anyway, <laughs> for me. And then, and, and then you see all these teams, all these guys come back, and they're, they're all getting hurt again because of the layoff. I think guys who didn't play are getting hurt now. Datsuk's out now, and there's, there's two or three other players. That, that Mark Shifley of Winnipeg, he's out with an MCL. A lot of crazy stuff. It just was ridiculous to shut down the season. And uh, the Rangers are in transition right now again as the season goes because they've, they're kind of like trying to find their footing and their identity again. Now with Callahan, that's one thing, you know, that, you know, you have to question, you know, if they really thought they had a chance at making the couple, and it's not us talking, but if the management and the organization felt that they had a chance to win the cup, I don't think they would have traded Ryan Callahan. I think they just would have kept him, and if, if he signed – he didn't sign. If he signed, you know, and if he didn't sign, they wouldn't have cared. But I, I don't think this team is really ready to win anything, especially how strong the West got. But Rangers were playing very well, you know, before the break, and they did have a big win against Chicago. But the last three games, I mean, disgusting. So. Ever since. Uh Ever since that Blackhawk goal with 11 seconds to go in the first game back from the 11, I thought they played spectacular against the Blackhawks until that goal. And then there was that shitstorm 11 seconds where they almost gave up the tying goal. Who was it? Kane, I think. had a, a How he's all right. alone in front of the net with two seconds to go. And ever since that, Chicago, that first Chicago goal, they haven't looked good. I mean, they they, yeah, they had, 30, I don't know how well, many shots on Rask the other night in the first period. It was like 78 shots on goal or something like that. But uh, they still went, in a, still went in a locker room tied at one. Right, because Boston got a goal late in the period. Or, you know, looked like the Rangers had control of the game, and then it just turned into a, a, a shit fest. Um, if you notice, I just want to go back to that Chicago game. Both times they played Chicago at the Garden, no, actually the last two games I think they played Chicago, Rangers have come out really good in the first period, and the second period's kind of like even, but then the third period comes, and Chicago's like, shit, we might lose here. And they just turned it on, and they were pounding on the Rangers and pounding around and, and really dominating the play. And, and But you're right, though. When that goal went in, I was like, oh, boy. And then they, they holy cow. I don't know uh, but, uh, you know, and then, you, you know, listen, I understand the Rangers are having trouble with Boston. and But I don't see if they could just stop, like, their defenseman from Dougie Hamilton from scoring, for Christ's sakes. Like, it might be a game. But, oh, my I, God, I, he's good at Boston. I'm just sick and tired of hearing that. Boston, everything is about Boston. Oh, speaking about defensemen, I thought the Rangers really made a really good pickup in getting Rafi Diaz from Vancouver. I thought that's going to be the the real sneaky, the real sneaky deal. I like this guy Rafi Diaz, and I think he's going to he's 
This is the Rafter Diaz. Pump it up a little bit. That's my Mexican dance on the hat. This is the Rafter Diaz music. I think the Rafi Diaz move is good. First of all, he played a whole six games for Tortorella. I guess Tortorella didn't like him. That was like enough. Him. That was that enough. That was enough. So enough. <laughs> What's really funny <laughs> is that Rafael Diaz is actually Swiss. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's a short-term move, but he could have, uh, you know, you know he might like actually... it here. I'm sure. I don't know what his... What's his cat fit? Anybody got somebody cat geeks for me? Me and Jim are doing a show over here. I didn't realize he was a UFA at the end of the season. So, but still, I like him. He could be a, he could Wait. be a four. Hold on, this music started playing, and half my neighborhood's dancing outside my window. Hold on. Ah, come on. Make a run for the border. Got a quinceanera across the street now. <clears throat> God, I swear, this game is... This show is so politically incorrect. I love it. I'm glad. That's why we made it. It's going to get a little bit more politically incorrect later as I go off on a non-hockey-related issue. Uh-oh. But, uh, so it's, it's a fat day. Two points, four Two million for five? Guy? Oh, he's a UFA. I don't know where we're going to find that money. What? The UFA as in as in whoever's paying up two point four five, you fucking asshole. That's what UFA stands for. <laughs> so that, that's not I'm yes, not cutter, yeah. I know what a quinceanera is, you dope. I live in fucking Arizona. I got a quinceanera every fucking weekend around here. Do I know what a quinceanera is? Get out of here. Goodbye, get out of here, you bum. Get out of here with your leaves. Your fancy team. Oh, song team. So I think the Rafi Diaz is a good move. I think oh. he's he's certainly better than the five and six we have now. And, you know, and, let's go back to some of the earlier losses. <laughs> uh, Derek Dorsett, well, you know, come on. What was wrong with Dominic Moore that he wasn't playing? Dominic, Dominic Moore was playing? playing Not today, but in the previous oh. game. Oh, oh. He, I don't know. I think he's just uh, a night off. Give him a night off? We're in a playoff race to give him guys a night off? I don't know. Hey, did him, did him all the world. I'll tell you what, Chris Kreider might need a night off. Where's well, this guy been? The... Where's this kid been? I mean, he got the goal the other night, but he's hit the wall. He's hit the rookie wall. The four-year rookie wall. Bad penalty. But I, he takes a lot of bad penalties, Kreider. Yeah, he it's a, a maturity thing, I'm sure. But. He waits for the third period, and, 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 and uh, offensive, he takes a bad penalty. Can't be doing that. Can't be doing that, Chris. Oh, he would just like, I like the fact that he's physical, but he takes a lot of stupid penalties. But he better get in his ear about that. So Dominic Moore was commercial tonight. Brian McDonough. 
So, I, I, you know, listen, I, I, I'm sad the heart is heavy, Mrs. Crabtree. <laughs> I have a little chubby-upsy. <laughs> but I, I certainly, I feel like St. Louis is, is a force, and I think he'll fit in. Uh, will the Rangers be able to toughen it out against some of the more bruising teams? I don't think so. I'm, I feel like they're turning into kind of like a version of the Montreal Canadiens, maybe a better version. Uh, but and that's certainly not a, a, a good thing in a way. But I still have confidence in AV. It's still a it's a, still a transition year. I don't care how you slice it. The way the team looked at the beginning, we didn't have a prayer. Things got better, and they got better and better and better. And then that Fakakta Olympics happened. And a lot of us called it, and a lot of us denied it. I think I was one of them that was saying, ah, things will be as usual. Well, they're sputtering. They're sputtering. And then you've got guys returning like Dorsett. He had to play him. And, uh, you know, and Zuccarello goes down. That ruined the whole business, that whole chemistry of that line uh, with uh, Pouliot and Broussard, you know, and – so you have a lot of issues, but this happens. The Rangers went injury-free for a long time until the Olympics. That's Except for Callahan. And Callahan. And now with Callahan, we had discussed this months ago about, you know, Ryan Callahan was part of an old regime, an old way of thinking that whether, and we certainly never blame him for the Rangers not, you know, winning the Stanley Cup, or but it was part of a era where they weren't very successful, if, if you look at it brutally honest. And I was surprised that Girardi w- was resigned too. I thought both of them would be gone, but Girardi took a hometown, di- uh, you know, hometown discount, gave them a hometown discount, and so that. That worked out on that side of the puck, but uh, you know it's—he's a guy that I don't think is is ever going to get thirty goals. You know, I, I don't think that's going to happen. He's certainly valuable as as a hitter and a, and a, a inspiration to everybody, but. And, and apparently they couldn't get it done money-wise. Both teams had to, you know, both sides couldn't get it together. So what are you going to do? So they got the best that they could. I mean, Satan's been pretty good with the trades. And now look at it. Now Gavrick's with the Kings now. Yeah, finally. So how did after that, 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 it's funny that uh, Gavrick to the Kings. How many times did we hear that rumor when he was with the Rangers? Right. So what does that deal break down to? I mean, Gabrick nearly he didn't even really play for Columbus. Weren't you breaking it down before with the if you you know, what we get? We got Nash for really Dubinsky, Artie and uh well we got Broussard and, and more too. So if you really look at that deal, it looks like Sather may have won that one as well. You know, so I I, I, you know, he does pretty well in trades. The signings, that's a whole different story. Um, uh, so, I don't know. It's uh, wow. Oh, Tim Erickson, yeah. 
I don't know if Tim Erickson's even playing with them. Maybe Torch was right about that guy. No, I don't know. It's mixed feelings, but I I think Martin St. Louis is a terrific player. He won the Art Ross Trophy, the Bob Ross Trophy last year. (laughs) That's right, the the Marion Ross Trophy. Uh, Just looking at Gabrick's numbers. His, he had that 40-goal season with the Rangers, the, his, la, his last full season with the Rangers. And he, he played 82 games, had 41 goals. And since then, 47, 69 games, he's got eight, 18 goals. Uh, in his 34 games in Columbus, he had nine goals. Wow. He had... 35 games he played with the Rangers last year. He had nine goals. And in his 34 games in Columbus, he had nine goals. Yeah. Hope Kings better hope he's got something left. I think he is if he ever can ever stay healthy. That's the thing. I mean, his problem throughout his career. And we got two out of three years, I think, of good help with him. So we were very lucky. You know, and he was very good for the Rangers under a coach that hated offense. <laughs> hated offense. That's why you, you have to – you got to put that in account for Gabby, man. I got nothing bad to say about the guy because he had to play a guy who, a guy who suppressed offense and creativity and still produced. Yep. Two 40-goal seasons as a Ranger. In yeah. New York. But, you know, he, the guy's just, he's just hurt all the time. Yeah. He certainly produced more than a lot of people said he would, that people thought he would when he first came here. It was like, this guy's never going to last a week. Although, you know, so, honestly, if, if you go back and look at it, he had the full, I don't want to get off on a whole Marion Gabrick thing, but he played the full season in 2011-2012 when he had 41 goals. And last year he played 35 games with the Rangers and 12 games with Columbus. So, I mean, 48-game season, he played 47 games. And this year he had the right. broken collarbone. But, but I mean, really he hasn't been – I mean, yeah, he's had a couple of injuries. But his last five years haven't really been that yeah. terrible. I mean, you have a broken collarbone. You have a broken collarbone. Before right. it was his groin, the, the groin, groins, the groin. groin, the groins. It was like all those, like, nagging, like, yeah, maybe this guy doesn't have it. Like you know, he's not durable, or he doesn't really willing to play. Or right, so you can kind of throw that out the window. You break your collarbone, you break your collarbone, and you got to throw it. Callahan, you know, listen, I heart and soul player, but he's also injured a lot. And I think a guy like St. Louis he can stay around because I think he's quick, he's fast. I mean, they've got him signed through next year. We'll see what happens. But I don't expect the Rangers to win the Stanley Cup this year. I don't. I still think there's a lot of I's to be dotted and T's to be crossed. Fair but, to say uh, he was I their. So- sorry, fair to say he was their best player on the ice tonight. Yeah, I thought so. I wasn't. I really- was surprised. I was surprised that well at the. I mean, I know they played together before, but how quickly him and Richards seemed to, you know, blend back together and Hagelin's a nice, it looks like he's going to be a nice fit with the two of them. But does that make the, does that make the buyout decision more difficult at the end of the season? 
I don't know. Well, like I said, the last time we did the show, I mean, what do you, what were, when we signed Brad Richards, what were we paying him to do? Exactly what he's doing. So, the buyout's nice, but with the cap going up, and you have to you have to find some money to sign Rafael Diaz. I mean, you got to find that. Cue the music. I mean, you've got to find Rafi Diaz, priority signing in the all season. You want some Swiss Tex Mex? Come down to Rafael Diaz's. <laughs> uh, Frito Emporium. I don't know. So I. <laughs> so I, I just think you'll listen. Everybody's hating. I think a lot of people are disappointed in the trade. A lot of people are pissed about the picks or whatever. A lot of change. We don't Ranger been a lot fans of are never happy. Ranger fans are never happy. Oh. You know, oh, no. no matter what happens. If they'd have paid him the $6.5 million or, or $7 million or whatever he wanted, it, people would have been screaming. People sure. in the chat room and, and you. Is Ryan Callahan worth $7 million a year? No. No way. Just be objective about it. He's not worth $7 million. You've got to put a point. Look, resounding nose. All, if he, all over the chat room. Right. Is, he, mean, a, help. is he a $6 million player? No. Answer that question. Is he a six million dollar player? I mean, let's be honest. If he was a, if he was a Dallas Star, and had been a Dallas Star his entire career, and became a free agent, and the Islanders signed him and paid him six million dollars a year, we'd all be laughing our asses off, right? We'd be making fun of Chairman Chairman Charlie and and that whole bitch. Yeah. Uh oh, there's a button here. Now five years, five million. Eh, you know, he 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 certainly brings it. I could go that route, but they're not looking for higher money than that. They're, they're out of their mind, Jim. And then I, I heard, oh, and then there was some rumors that he might, you know, cut it down. He wants to remain. That never works. He's not. I mean, he's an overachiever. I mean, he's, he needs scoring in this league. You need guys like him. I'm not. I don't want to besmirch the guy now that he's not. But I don't care how he does in Tampa. I have. No, I don't care. You're gone. Get out of here, you bum. <laughs> and I'm glad they didn't trade him to Buffalo. So I don't even remotely want to see him like on my radar. Well, so what? Uh, it's a transition. It's just another transition. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, laughing. Not, I, I'm laughing at the chat room. As you're saying, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be smirching. Goodbye. Get out of here, you bum. <laughs> I'm just not going to be obsessed about his career and sit there and go, Oh, Martin St. Louis got a point. Oh, Callahan got two points. Oh, he's beating him. Bad trade. <laughs> I know. Black. Black shots. Have a party. <laughs> have a party now. I don't have to worry about you getting injured every other week. 
and I just I'm not gonna go nuts over the draft picks. I'm just not. Well, now, no, now, no. did you see the did you see the irony in the uh, did you see the trivia question that they put up during the game tonight? No, I don't watch the broadcast anymore. <laughs> Only radio. <laughs> what do you do? What do you mean you don't watch the broadcast? What do you, I can't. What do, you, what, what do you do? Watch it on microfiche or something? <laughs> we got a viewmaster. Radio sent you slides. I watch it the Viewmaster, yes. Well, the, the, the trivia question. <laughs> the trivia question during the game was, who was the last player to be to be traded while he was captain of the Rangers? Hmm. Mario said Ed called sports phone. Call, get all the sports I, I, instantly. Call 976-1313. I have a sports phone bit. John and Brielle for the sports phone. Dial the baseball phone at 976-2323. No, with 2525 for today's confirmed starters. The Rangers have traded forward Ryan Callahan to the Tampa Bay Lightning for Martin St. Louis. St. Louis. <laughs> So yeah. All right. Back to the trivia question. Oh, sorry. Who was the last player, last Ranger to be traded while he was captain? Uh, Jean Rattel. No. Mark Messier was traded. His negotiating rights were traded to San Jose after the third after the 2003 season. His rights were traded to the Sharks. For a fourth, no, this is for a fourth round draft pick. Guess who the fourth round draft pick was? Uh, Michael Sanderson. No, the Rangers used that fourth round pick that they acquired on Ryan Callahan. Whoa! <clears throat> and by the way, we should Amazing. also mention that Brad Park was also traded while he was captain of the Rangers. Uh, I, was, I couldn't remember if. Wow. So, uh, I don't know. It's... Everybody wants to be naysayers and down on the Rangers. I think certainly uh, it'll pick up again. They just got to get Zuccarello back, and they've got to kind of adjust again. It's a little bit of a setback. And you just hope that setback doesn't, you know, cost them a chance at the playoffs. They can't be losing these games. I'm glad they got a point out of this game, even though they didn't play that well. But, you know, it's going to be tough. And uh, I don't know. I don't know, Jim. I mean, uh, I like the trade. I can't, I can't help it. I can't. Sorry, guys. I mean, I take a lot, I take a lot of heat for liking the trade. But I'm not thinking with my heart. I'm thinking with my brain. Check out the big brain on Brad Richards. So who, who do you think next year will be named the new captain? Uh, Girardi? Is he the odds-on favorite I, at this point? Maybe Stalzy? I think it's Girardi or Stalzy. That's who I think. Or Rafi Diaz. <laughs> if he's signed, El they better make sure that that... El Capitan... The Swedish 
Spaniard. <laughs> I'm going to be captain. Oh, here we go. Yes. My name was Rafi Diaz. And I played defense for the Rangers. Right. Rafi Diaz. Boyle is the wild card. Boyle. Well, he survives yet another trade deadline. Boil him in oil. Because nobody wants him. with <laughs> shirts with a guy like Rafi Diaz in a sombrero. La Raza. This is so great. The end of the Gonna have to put it on the ground. Wouldn't it be... Wouldn't it be great if the first time he takes the ice at MSG, he's wearing one of those... One of those... One of those Mexican wrestling masks? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, what's that... Mm-hmm. What's that Jack Black character that... <laughs> yeah. That would be great. Be like a meal mock. That's it. <laughs> what? Nacho Libre. That Jack Black movie, Nacho Libre. Oh, yeah. Nacho Libre, yes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and he's not even Mexican. <laughs> I know. That's the best part. You know. <laughs> Oh boy! So I, I can't wait for next year when the Rangers sign a guy like named like Kerry O'Shanahan, and, and he was born in Mexico or something like that. He's from Korea. He's from Korea. <laughs> from North Korea. <laughs> so, um, so I we got some phone calls. I want to hear what the people got to say. Six I mean, four I, six. Four seven eight four six nine two. Get all the sports news. Uh, wait. We need our own jingle there. All the Ranger oh, talk yeah. just for you. Call four seven eight four six nine two. Six four six four seven eight four six nine two is the number. Let's go to Stan in Bayside. Stan, good evening. How are you? Good evening. Don't be smirching, Ryan Callahan, Stan. No, I uh, try not to. He's a bum. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> well, you know, I over-exaggerate. You know, I get caught up in the moment, and then I'm just a loose cannon. Yeah. So, Give us uh, your thoughts on the trade, Stan. Well, uh, well actually, uh, my son called me like 1130. As soon as I saw his name on the phone, I knew something happened. He was probably one of the first people in the country to find out. Uh, you know, he told me it was, you know, Callahan for St. Louis. Okay. I said, you know, was there anything else? He said he didn't know yet. So he calls me back 20 minutes later and tells me about the picks. I know you guys said you don't care about it. I do. Because Saylor just keeps giving away picks. And the way it is now, if you if you don't have a steady stream of players coming through your organization, you're always going to be a step behind. And with him, it's one step forward, one step back. And they just don't have enough people at Hartford coming through. And that's why he's, he's always got to be, you know, filling in these holes. And it's never going to get better. And that's why the team, the team has been the same for, just, uh, what, eight, nine years? They're always, you know, sixth, seventh place in the conference, except for the one year, two years ago. And the same thing this year. They'll be, you know, they'll go up to the last uh, 
couple of games, whether they make the playoffs or not. They'll win the first round and then lose the second. I mean, this is every year. It's, it's just it's going to be the next year and the year after and the year after that. There you go. Well, you're a real five, ray of sunshine. Yeah. Five playoff series in the last two years. And I don't think, with the Rangers especially, I think Sather has done pretty well going with the free agent market as far as getting guys like Zuccarello in here who are, you know, certainly not young, young. But, you know, we kind of picked these guys up along the way. And, you know, like Jim said, the way I feel, it's you pick a guy, it's four years in the waiting. And who knows what you're going to get since they don't really pick high anyway. Um, you know, I enjoy seeing the young guys come up and, and uh, you know, and, but I, I really think in this case you had to give that up in order to get Martin St. Louis. So I, 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 that's the way I feel at this point, you know. I don't know. I mean, you know, I, do you think that is, I mean, I don't know. What, what do you have to say about that? Uh, you know, to him, like next next summer to get uh, free agents, anyone good, he's going to have to shell out big money. And you know, but what again, I'm saying is a lot of times he's gone out of the country. He's gone to the, you know, whether it's the – the Swedish Elite League or, you know, the the KHL or whatever. He's always gone out and, and kind of found these guys, these diamonds in the rough. Uh, yeah, he got lucky and, with Zuccarello. He's going to have to pay him this year, too. Well, you know, I mean, he, the guy certainly deserves to get paid. He, you know, you're going to have to pay a rookie eventually, too. I mean, uh, you know, Zuccarello should have been a, a great bargain, but he was misused by the previous coach. But... You know, I, I I I think there's a lot of ways to get players nowadays, and especially with the Rangers not having high draft picks, I don't think it's going to hurt them anymore. And that's just my opinion. But you are right. I mean, you want a steady pipeline of players coming, but how many teams really have that? Uh, the good They're... teams. That's who. Uh, who's Chicago bringing up on a regular basis? Depending, uh, they won two cups in the last four years. Yeah, I understand that, but... And they're I going mean, to be in contention for a long time now. They have Patrick Kane, they have uh, Jonathan Taves, they have these these guys that were picked very high. Uh, I don't I don't see, like, a lot of guys that they've brought in uh, through their uh, their system that are, are really assisting them. I mean, uh, with this, I mean, uh, I'm sure you have, like, your Marcus Krugers and your... Uh, uh, Brian Bickles and stuff like that, but I don't, I don't see any really impact plays that they've brought along. I mean, you know, I could be mistaken. I mean, I don't follow Blackhawks that all that well. Uh, yeah, the Bruins you definitely could say that about for sure. Um, but Detroit, listen, I'm, I, I'm not. Well, Detroit hasn't been good for a while though. They haven't been good for like the last three or four years. But, but my thing is. I'm certainly not going to sit here and apologize for Glenn Sather's buffoonery. Because the guy is terrible. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But I think with this particular deal, I'm not that crazy. I'm not getting that upset. Jim is even more vehemently like, like screw who cares about the picks. Who take issue with him? Why am I... Who needs a future? 
Yeah. Uh, now you got to. Don't turn uh, this into I, a comedy. Be serious, Jim. No, I had a. I I don't want to forget about this. I have a quote from uh, Eddie. One of your, one of your favorite. Well, no, no, no. This is serious. A quote from one of your favorite people inside the hockey world. Frequent guest of the show, Leslie Treff. Here was her quote oh. about the trade today. Okay. Ready for this? Uh, not happy with the picks the Rangers gave away in the Callahan deal, but he had to go. Not been good in the locker room for a while. What? Wait a minute. Now, you know... Leslie, try to get her on the show and see what she's talking about here. She won't tell you. No, she might tell you. She won't tell me. She doesn't like me. She likes Eddie. What do you mean? How can he not be good in the locker room? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> is the, the, the ego... I don't... I don't... Look, I'm just... I'm just speculating on her comment. You think he was unhappy about... <laughs> His role, you know, not playing as much. Maybe. He was a Tortorella fan, perhaps. He was a Tortorella darling. You know, did the ego get big with the money? I I don't know. I mean, I definitely think he wasn't worth, you know, the the money he was asking for. I mean, he's just not that good a player. I mean, you can't play a guy like that, you know, uh, six million for six years. But they actually offered him that. You know, right. especially because he's a uh, you know injury problem. <laughs> so I don't I don't have a problem you know dealing him. But well, well now that Leslie's on board with you with the picks, now I'm starting to think about it. Now Leslie's making me think. Uh, I trust you know, her. You, you're talking about say how about the, the the Vancouver GM? He really did a good job, huh? Oh my God! Yeah. He Trades had Orlando and Schneider, and he trades both of them. For like nothing, nothing. Oh, now he's got Eddie Lack. Eddie Did Lack is the goaltender. I mean, what? Well, yeah. Oh that, my that, God. That's the major league. Sort of relevant. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna die in Vancouver. He's gonna have a heart couldn't happen. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. So we disagree on the picks. What do you think about St. Louis as a player, uh, Stan? Oh, he's a great player. He's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. And, and do you think this is one of those Hall of Fame jobs that we get, like, you know, as his career is winding down and, you know, we see a shell of him? Or do you think he's going to make a difference? I think he's going to be killer on the power play. I mean, once they get Zuccarello back, that power play is going to be deadly. No, I mean, he should be okay for a few years, you know. They say he's in great shape. Uh, you know, it's hard to say, how, you know, past next year when his contract's up. We'll see either this year or next year. But I, I feel that you're back on the Rangers are going nowhere uh, train again. Am I wrong? You said, you, you said they're not winning the cup, right? Right. Well, there's a difference between winning the cup and going nowhere. Well, you know. You've uh, been down on this team at times, especially early on and even afterwards, like, you know, really bad. Like, they're, they're, not, you know, they're not making the playoffs. Are they I, not, uh, not going to make the playoffs? 
I think they will, but again, it, you know, they they make it every year. They get in at the last week, and you know, they, they went around, and that's it. It's been the same yeah, for eight years now. But it's a listen. I I don't want to be you know, I don't want to be Mister Optimist, but those the, those teams were meant to lose. They didn't play to win. This team plays to win. I think they could steal a couple rounds. So I think they could win the cup. But uh, you never know. When you could score goals, at least you could win a game. Teams power play and, 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 and just the way they approach the game, the mindset, it just killed them in so many games. Every series, seven games, seven games. I mean, you know, I... I I mean, I don't fear anybody. I mean, yes, Boston has pretty much owned us. Uh, Pittsburgh, one of those teams gets knocked off. The Rangers got a chance. I mean, I'm still positive on the team. I think it's going to take some, uh, a little bit of an adjustment period. I mean, granted, if we get to the Cup, one of those West teams will probably just crush us. But uh, the East is not is not all that great. So... I'm a little bit more optimistic at this point. All right, well, we'll see. You want care to put some money on it? Well, Stan, thank you for your comments and your uh, so your insight. I always appreciate it. All right, keep me All right. <clears throat> we'll do, Stan. Thank you. All right. Let's see who this is. Nice. We'll stay. Uh, Nine zero eight four three two. Who's this? Uh, this is Roy. Roy hey, Erickson. Roy Erickson. Hey, Roy Erickson. Yeah, that's me. How you doing, Roy? Good to talk to you. Are you the same Roy that said the reason that Tim Erickson is not succeeding is because his last name is spelled incorrectly? That is me, yes. I've listened <laughs> to you guys for so long, I can't even remember how long, but this is my first time calling in. Uh, had a lot of alcohol to deal with the Callahan trade, so I figured it might be might be time to call in. Sounds good. Well, I appreciate um, it. Anyway, um, usually people call in and uh, you guys ask them a bunch of questions, which is kind of opposite of a radio show, which I think. But I had a couple for you. Okay. So what do you guys think about our Rangers playing in the Olympics? As an idea, as a concept, or as the, an overall performance? Well, pretty much as far as next time around, um, should no. they be playing in the Olympics? No, don't go. Refuse to play for your country. Is this just because of what Zucar- <laughs> what happened to Zuccarello? Yeah, it's annoying. It's it's nothing. What what? Uh, McDonough comes back a loser, no medal. Uh, what did it do for them? It did nothing but hurt them. All right, Nash wins the wins the goal. Okay, great, good for you. Hank comes back. He disappointed this country in the finals. He's struggling. Uh-huh. Why are they shutting down the season? It's a stupid concept. No, no, no. Well, Troutwick yeah. told us tonight, you don't lose a silver medal, right? I don't know if you guys heard that. Oh. Uh, well, Trout face is a stupid idiot. I can't. I yeah, can't that's pretty much my point from what he said. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, do you I, think next time around they're going to send the NHL players there? I no. hope not. I hope not. 
It, it destroyed half the, the league. I mean, I, you know, I don't want to overstate, but Confederate took Henrik Zetterberg for the year, practically. I mean, you took one of the best players in the league, Tavares, 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 Tavares. I mean, Let's I mean call he was the, the only, only hope. Only hope. The only hope to get people in the building, to get, uh, to, get to the playoffs. Uh, one of the best players in the league. And he shut it. It's all over for him because of the ridiculous Olympics. Yeah, absolutely. Who do they got to watch now? Oak Poso? Yeah. Now, watch those guys. Those things are going to be, you know, falling from their point totals. They're going to be falling from the sky like meteorites. Forget about yeah, it. Yeah, I definitely. I and, agree with you there. And Vanek just Oops. got traded. Uh, who did Vanek go to? Minnesota Wild. Everybody went to the Wild. Oh, Molson went to the Wild, I thought. No, Vanek went to the Habs. Vanek went to the Habs. Yeah. My bad. Okay. So, you know, they're dead. That, that's it. See, they're dead now. No Vanek, no Tavares. It's going to be Franz Bielsen uh, when he gets healthy in Akpozo. Akpozo. That's right, and I think McDonald's gone, too. What did you say? I believe McDonald's gone, too, after today. Andy <clears throat> Traded Mack? to the Flyers, wasn't he? Yeah, I think uh-huh. so. Not that he was somebody to watch anyway. This is a fire cow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, well, All right, yeah, who do no, you guys think should play with uh, Martin St. Louis? What line do you think? What's the dream team? What's going on? I think he's Jim, you like to make lines. Oh, I love it. I love line combinations. Uh, I think you're going to see him play with Brad Richards, at least for now. Although I thought, you know, I thought uh, – I didn't think A.V. did enough tonight to, to try and get them away from the from the Phaneuf pairing on, on defense. Uh, they they just – they let the Leafs dictate the whole friggin' game. That's That's why they lost. And mix the lines up until it was too late, and try and get some uh, advantages on the pairings. And, but uh, what can we do? All right, Roy. Listen, we got a bunch of phone calls. We got to take. We're running short on time. Thank you for yes, calling. Yes, Roy. In. Thanks for calling, man. Okay, no problem. Take care, guys. We'll talk to you take soon. Care. Thanks, Roy. Bye. Bye. All right, the great Roy Erickson. I think this is. Uh, let's see. Two zero three two seven six. You're on the air. Yo, Jim Mario. Ed. Mario, what's going on, buddy? Hey, hey Mario, what's up, brother? Happy uh, San Luis Day. The yes. The, uh, head, here and... the head of the Blue Shirt Underground Republican Party, Mario Morgado. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, your favorite teabagger. <laughs> hey, uh, listen. Uh, San Luis lives in this yuppie hellhole that I live in, and the guy, is, he's just an amazing, amazing guy. Everyone who deals with him loves him. He also went to the University of Vermont. I, I do a lot of work up there. They love him up there. The guy is just fantastic human being, so it's glad that he's here. Not crazy about giving up the number one pick, especially uh, the 215 draft must be really strong, so I would hate to take that pick away from Gordy because I think the guy is really good. But other than that, man, you got to be a fucking idiot not to like this trade. So that's the way I look at it. I mean, I've watched St. Louis 
I watch this guy. I mean, he really is. He's like a water bug out there, and he's just such a great playmaker. Yep. I think a lot of a lot of people are hesitant about the size and all that stuff. And but, like we all said in the chat room, I think certainly agree. I mean, he's not a Brian Callahan's not a seven million dollar player. He's not a six million dollar player. We love he's the guy. Four, he's, but, a four, he's a four point two million player. If, if he gets that, he should be lucky. So, you know, Ryan freaking Callahan, go to the Buffalo and get your goddamn, you know, meatball parm sandwich or whatever the hell they eat up there. <laughs> <laughs> go fuck that. Well, cut some grass with your brother. Seriously, get the hell out of yeah. here. And yeah. his grandmother. His grandmother. Oh, She's 95. Ah, screw you, Granny. <laughs> wow. What's your hey, out, favorite part? Of, well, that's it. What's your my favorite part of the whole wine fest today was, uh, who's going to kill penalties? And we go and score two shorties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Oh, so, the penalty killing is going to score. We'll give it a break. Hey, guys, change oh. the subject real quick. What would you guys think of putting Klein on the point for the power play? Just let him blast away. Uh, the guy's got an amazing shot. It gets through. It's accurate. It's low. No one shoots on a power play. Let's get this guy out there. He's what we've been looking for for a long time is a cannon from the power play. Uh, I'd rather have Delzano back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, if we lose one more game, it's going to be the bring back Cali freaking Greek chorus going to start up here really uh, soon. Uh, it'll have its own Listen, Facebook this, group. <laughs> and then there's people speculating that we might sign him back. Yeah, We're not sign him for six million a year, okay? Please. <laughs> uh, you know, listen, know. It, it, the heartstrings are tugged, but we must move on. We must press on. And, uh, you know, I think Martin St. Louis is one of a, a hell of a player. Louis is great. I, I mean, I saw him play in college. I know a lot of people have known him since he was, you know, an 18-year-old kid. They do nothing but rave about him. So this is this is a great addition. So I think so. Stop complaining. Little... Just enjoy it. we got one of the best players in the world playing for us. Why can't anybody not like this? I mean, he was the Art Ross, Art Ross the Bob Ross trophy winner last year, too. Yeah, and we got rid of the Marion Ross winner last year. So get rid of oh, 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 oh. Wow. So happy days are here, Eddie. Happy days are here, Jim. This is Steve <laughs> making an appearance. Boy, once, once you are an ex-ranger, all bets are off. Make fun oh. of the grandmother and the, the, chick, the old chicken parm bit and everything. He, he, he pulled uh, the Robinson Cano. Just get the hell out yeah. of here. Way, I don't understand you guys. I mean, you know, Greshner and Maloney live in this town. They're living in $3 million houses, and all because there are ex-rangers. I don't see how these guys don't see more than the two-year contract or five-year contract he's going to get. 25 years from now, Cali could have been raking in the cash by being an ex-ranger. Now he's going to be doing, you know, used car commercials in Buffalo until he's 90. Well, I don't understand the short-sighted thing. I really don't. Yeah, oh, that's, folks, that's the pop along Callahan telling you to come down and get a pre-owned, pre-owned Prius. <laughs> get a, a free meatball parm sandwich with every test drive. <laughs> that's right. Come on down, says Grandma. Yeah, his Grandma drove the car to church on Sundays. <laughs> it writes itself. Uh, Goodbye, Callie. It's been fun. But, uh, yeah. you know. Inflated sense of self worth. He's just there's no way he's worth it, even what he was close to what he was asking for. Yeah, I, I agree. agree. So, good riddance. And uh, who's going to be the next captain? You guys think other than Rafi Torres? Uh, besides <laughs> Torres, I'm pulling for. I'm probably yeah. pulling for 
Diaz. Yeah. Uh, Torres. What did I say? Torres Diaz. Yeah. <laughs> Torres. Uh, Girardi probably he figured Girardi signed to what you know, till he's dead. So yeah, and, and I like Stall, but he's injured a lot, so I don't know. Like, well, I guess Stall. 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 He's he's Mexican, isn't he? Stall. <laughs> <laughs> he's got three Mexican brothers, the three amigos. Yeah, that's actually small for a Mexican family. <laughs> There. Ah, look! At uh, I'm I'm Hispanic. I'm allowed. All right, guys. I know you got a lot of other callers, but it's a good day. Enjoy it, Ranger fans. Get off the freaking ledge. <laughs> Take care, Mario. <laughs> See you guys, Mario. Bye. Bye. The one and only. <laughs> he was on a roll tonight. Yeah, he was doing great. <laughs> oh, very good. Very impressed. <clears throat> oh, uh, I feel. The underground chiming in uh, right on the ball, I think, with this. The general public, a little bit different. More calls? We have more calls. Bring them uh, in. We've, oh, speaking of Frankie, Frankie, he's weighed in on who he thinks the next captain's oh. going to be. Who is that, Frankie? I'm sorry? Stahl. Stahl. Stahl, okay. Jared Stahl? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Oh, okay. Leslie Stahl. <laughs> Leslie Stahl. <laughs> <laughs> Rock, what's going on, brother? What's up, guys? How we doing? Good. How you doing? Good, good. Good. Um, <laughs> what's up, Betty? How are you? I'm doing good. All right, Rock. Give us Lay um, down the law. Lay down lay what down you're taking. Law. Um, I was at the game last night and uh, tonight. I'm sorry, and uh, it, it looked like a team. I, I don't know. It, to me, it looked like a team that was sulking. Um, it looked like they had no energy out there, and uh, I don't know. I wasn't uh, impressed from with their effort tonight. So that's one game, but uh, they, if they want to make the playoffs, they're gonna they better start putting up more of an effort. But uh, all in all, I'm, I'm, I like the trade. Um, you know, I looked. I was looking up Callahan's stats the other day, and I said, you know, it doesn't seem like he scored in a while. And he scored those. He had that nice game against Colorado where he put up uh, the three points, the two goals, one assist. And then I'm like, when did he score before that? And then, you know, he hadn't scored for five games, and he scored a goal. And then he didn't score for three games, and he scored a goal. I think uh, if you take that Colorado game out, I think he scored two goals. And... In, in that time frame, and I think before that, the last time he scored was December 2nd. So, you know, to me, six, six and a half or $6 million, even $6 million, to me, was too much money to give to a guy that, though the intangibles sometimes get in the way and cloud a lot of fans' judgment, we, we've both seen the, the, the other end of how it works. Everybody wanted to bring Callahan back. Well, whatever it costs, whatever it costs. You know, these are the same fans that wanted to bring in other guys. And, you know, what? when they start, these guys start breaking down, they don't care who they are. They want them off this team as soon as possible, present company included. You know, I mean, we saw it with Drury. These guys hit a certain age, a lot of miles on these bodies. And these salary cap, in the salary cap world, you can't be barred, barred down with mediocrity at a very high number. 
and, and we see it. And, and I said, I think in three years, they would be cursing that contract out like it's no tomorrow. So I, I think in the long run, you get San Luis for this year, you get it for next year, and, and you roll the dice, you see what happens. So, I mean, from that perspective, I'm, I'm not crazy about giving up a first-round pick in 2015, but you know what? Who knows where this team's going to be by then? And if they, go on a, if they find the right chemistry and the team does well, that's going to be a late-round, first-round pick anyway. So, you know what? Big deal. Let's just, just, I guess, you know, just keep on motoring along, and hopefully the team moves, is moving in the right direction. And certainly he's not the type of player that – I mean, you need the type of player, I guess – in like maybe, but not at that price. Yeah. Not at that price. You certainly need that type of player, and and that's something that Glenn Sather has been unable to do, is to find those $2 million, $3 million guys who can do that. Uh, but in this league, to get paid that kind of money, you've got to put up points. And he doesn't put up points. He's not a good playmaker. Uh, he, he's a streaky scorer at best, and you know, like you said, you take that Colorado game out. Uh, he's predominantly been playing on the third line. He hasn't been getting top minute. Uh, so if you look at it that, and you're getting a guy who's how many points does he have more than him? A good fifteen or twenty, right? This year, St. Louis has more points than and Callahan. Yeah, it's, yeah. So, it's a pretty significant difference. It's a significant difference. So, and, you know, you had to sweeten the pot by the giving up the picks, and, you know, we, we've, you're exactly right. You know, it could be another Chris Drury situation, you know, in a couple of years. Especially he's not a big guy. He's had a lot of injuries. He's blocked a lot of shots. He could just hit a wall, you know. And, you know, so it, it, it's, it's certainly – at that age, to pay him that much money, it just wasn't worth it. I, $5 million a year, I would think about it, but, you know, I would say, well, you know, he is, you know, he is a ranger, and he's given it all, and maybe you give him that money. But 6 or $7 million, he's not worth it. It's just, frankly, straight up not worth it. And, and, and we, we talked about this a few weeks ago, and I, I, I think it's, it's pretty much you can't keep going to the well with the same team. You know, and, and they gave this team a chance. This is the team they pretty much presently constituted with, with some variation was the team that they went to the conference finals with. And they gave them a chance. And I, I, and I think they were patient with them. They gave them a chance. That being said, I think eventually you've got to shake things up somewhere. And, you know, if, I like they brought back Girardi. I thought long and hard about it. I said, you know what, you lose him. He's not easy, as easily replaceable as right. Callahan is from an offensive perspective. Callahan, the intangibles, take, taking the intangibles off the table um, from just a sheer talent perspective, I think Callahan's replaceable on the ice. In the locker room and other things, well, you know what, I, I can't really speak to that. But as far as an, from an offensive perspective and from a penalty killer, I just think I think in the long run the team made the right decision moving away from him, and let's see what happens. Let's let's see what happens with the team, you know, going forward. And I think they made the right choice. It's like I said at the beginning when me and Jim said these guys have been around a long time, and they haven't won. Again, I'm not pointing out, but you need to shake it up. You just can't keep people for the, the sake of 
you know, you're in love with them. You've got to make smart, sound decisions, and you've got a new coach who is drastically different than the two previous coaches, mm-hmm. and he wants to play an up-tempo, fast, offensive game. Ryan Callahan's not, you know, is not that type of player. You know, no matter how many times Stan Fischler calls him the Rochester Rocket, uh, I don't mm-hmm. see that in Ryan Callahan. I thought it was, I thought it was a smart move. So I. And I, I, I just think is it's most re- now. What was the reaction at the garden? You were there. What, what were people mulling about? What were they saying? You, you know, it's it's really interesting. Um, just from what I heard, uh, a lot of people weren't as upset about losing Callahan as they were about trading that first round pick. More, I think more people were more upset about that than than actually trading Callahan. Because mm-hmm. I think I think people. Have, you know, most hockey fans are pretty savvy. You got the 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 fringe people. You know, they're everywhere. But I think the 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 regular, the true blue ranger fan who watches this game on a consistent basis can can t- can see that the, that he wasn't worth six million dollars a year. And I think right. we, we've seen it. We've been burnt too many times by these guys giving these guys these average mediocre hockey players big money, and if, by the time their contract runs out, not even. You know, halfway through, you can't wait to get rid of him. And as much as the Ranger fan loves Ryan Callahan, I think they want to win a cup, and they want to, the team to get better more. And that's how you know you can separate the true Ranger fan from the fan that, that doesn't really watch this team on a consistent basis. So in, in basically, the, I, I think everyone was uh, okay with the trade. We're losing Callahan in general. And I think the picks is always like, it bothers, I think, Ranger fans from a perspective of the future, and it's almost like, well, we're living for today and giving away the future, which, again, has been something that's been going on for years and years here. But I think where the Rangers are going to pick, uh, I don't think it, it would be that much of an impact for a player. Again, who knows, but uh, you had to give up something extra to get, get somebody like St. Louis. And, and you know, he lives well. The- Sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. Saban's done well with trades. You know, we've well got to give it that. They've done, well, they've done well with drafting in the later rounds, too. They've, they've right. done well with drafting. They've actually probably done better drafting in the, you know, in the later rounds than they have in, in the, first, the first round. You know, so, I, I, I was listening to FAN today, and they had uh, Evan Roberts was out, so they had Beningo and some – I don't know. Does anybody know Jody who that Mack. guy that had – Jody Mack. Was it Jody Mack? Jody Mack, yeah. It, it was for sure. Because Pretty this sure. guy sat. He's like, "Well, when say they don't make any good picks anyway. What does it matter with the picks?" Now, yes, there was the Dylan McElrath and the Hugh Jessamine debacle. Um, but oh, and you then know, you go to Tom Montoya. <laughs> I mean, you right. can go on and on. Well, they they haven't about, had a serious success hey, hello, in the hello, first hello. round of the while. But right. But I'm going to say they have made some really like. Kreider pick when they oh. gambled on a guy from high school. Uh, the, uh, the I mean Haglund's been a good pickup. Uh, they Stepan has been oh he's I, he's back on my shit list again. Oh I know don't get me started. I, I me and that later. you are on the usually me and you are <laughs> on the same cycle with that guy. <laughs> he is starting to annoy the shit out of me when he can't finish and he passes way too much. But that's a whole different show. So, 
you know, the Rangers have been able to draft well, and like J.T. Miller, I think is going to be pretty good. If he ever, you know, plays consistently. Um, so uh, I think that you know, it's a, you know, I think that rap against they don't draft well is not really is not really the case. You know, they've got a lot of guys in the lineup, at least four or five guys that they drafted in the lineup now. You know, so uh, right, and I, I and they've gone overseas and gotten some guys like I was I was telling Stan, uh, they've been able to do it that way, you know, without having high draft picks. So maybe I'm just putting my head in the sand with this one to say forget about we got St. Louis, but I still think it's a good deal. Yeah. I, I, and, and I agree, and I, I'll tell you, I mean, we've gotten lucky, I think, in these later rounds. And I think that's why you pay Gordy Clark the big bucks. I mean, you know, any, I mean, I can say anybody, but if you're a smart hockey, you know, executive, you know, you could pretty much gauge who the top 30 or 50 guys, you know, are, you know, you get a, a pretty good idea. Obviously, if they don't pay, if some pan out, some don't. But it's those later rounds where I think Gordy really earns his money because they've done, they've made some really shrewd moves in the later rounds and, and picked up some pretty decent players. So, you know, first round picks are what they are, but you know, I think it's those later round picks even are, with are the really trade build the franchise around. Right. And even even with the targeting of like in the trades, like you look at the of course the Gomez deal. They asked for McDonough and they got McDonough, who, you know, arguably is, you know, in the top dozen defensive defensemen in the league. I mean mm-hmm. uh, it, you know, he, he certainly has blossomed into that. Uh, you've got you, you got McDonough that way. Uh, what was the other example I was going to give? Um, oh, the, the Christian Thomas for Danny Cristo deal. I think that was a fantastic deal. Now, I don't know. Cristo hasn't played yet for the Rangers, so we don't know. But I could tell you Christian Thomas is not probably not going to be an NHLer. Uh, so anything they get from Cristo, he's another guy where they kind of snake somebody better in a trade. So you don't know. It's, I know people get picked crazy and everybody's like, loves to have speculate, but you know, the Rangers, uh, Rangers are transitioning from a, 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 a very defensive oriented team to a, you know, a, a, a faster team and a speed team. So this is a guy that fits that mold. Ryan Callahan was from like old, you know, old regimes. Certainly not yeah. worth that money. No, I, and I think, like you said, I think once they get Zuccarello back, and I, I, you don't realize how much you miss that little dude, and, and so you see that power play. Their power play, even though they only had the one tonight, is completely different. The vision that that man has is is amazing. And, uh, you know, like you said, uh, they're utilizing him much more appropriately this year. And I, the only thing I can say is they may need to add – down the road, you know, maybe next season, uh, maybe a little bit more size on that wing. Um, you know, but other than that, I think the, yeah. team, the team was playing well. Get Zuccarello back. The guy that I want gone after this season is Derek Dorsett. I'm done. I've seen yeah. enough. I'd actually, I'm going to go on the limb, and I might get criticized for this. I'd actually take Costillo back next season over him. One, because he'll probably make less money. And two, at least the guy has some form of offensive ability. This guy is horrible. He takes stupid penalties, and he does absolutely he nothing on the ice. He's an absolute waste of time out there. <laughs> he's, he's dreadful. 
Yeah, no. I had it. I'm done. And, he can, and he's not a guy who can't stay, can't stay healthy. So $1.6 million, goodbye. We don't need you. No, I agree with you there. There's too many stupid penalties. Uh, it's really, there's no room for him and Carcillo. So, and like you said, I, would t- I hate the Sanders, but I would take Carcillo over him. I would actually like to see them both gone and them improve. And I'd like to see Boyle gone. Oh, he'll be I, gone. Just, I, I can't stand him. Well, like, like you said, guys, depending on how well this team does, God willing, they make the playoffs, I, I think you're going to see a, a fairly different team next season because I think Vigneault is going to be able to put his stamp on what players come in because the team's actually going to have a little bit of money to spend in this offseason. So um, it's going to be yeah. really interesting to see what happens. Yeah, and I, and I also think uh, he knows the whole – he knows everybody now in the system. Mm-hmm. He knows mm-hmm. what they need for him to play his style and – He's, he can assess, you know, he won't be seeing Jesper fast starting next year. So, anyway, nope. send him down fast, as I called him. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, he's got a, he's got a good grip on what, what the, the, the organization has. So, you, you could be, you, there's a good chance you'll be right about a big turnover. Let's see what happens. All right, Rob. All right, Rock. All right boys. Have a great take night. Care. We're talking to you, and I'll see you soon, all right? All right, all right take, take care. care, my brother. All right, we got one more call before we wrap this up. It's most calls we've had in a while, by the way. Seven three two three two zero. You're on the air. Who's this? Hey guys, it's John. Uh, I was in the chat earlier. Um, first time calling in here. I've been listening a little bit more too. So I mean, formalities and all. Like, how's everybody doing tonight? How you doing, John? Well, doing good. Doing good, John. Thanks for calling. Um, I mean. Regarding the trade, I mean, I'm just going to say, uh, you know, uh, it's, I was shocked. I mean, I was sitting in uh, my lecture hall. I was in college today, and I got a text uh, from my, one of my apps, and it said, you know, Callahan got traded, and I yelled out, oh, shit, like in the middle of class, everybody, you know. So after that, and then I saw St. Louis, I was fine with it. You know, I thought he played good tonight. Um, but I just kind of want to talk about the pick thing. Um, the, the, um, you guys are just talking about it. Uh, I don't think that we've um, drafted poorly, but I think a lot of people are upset over the uh, 2015 first because, I mean, at least in my experience, um, you know, I think 2015 it's going to be a pretty heavy draft no matter where you are in the first round. And it would be, I think, a good chance for us to maybe, you know, roll the dice there and maybe get a top-end talent even though we may end up, you know, later in that draft. So you, know, you were thinking perhaps oh, – go ahead, Jim. Well, I just want to say, and this, John, this is nothing against you, but it just seems like whenever the Rangers trade away a draft pick, it, it's always, oh, how could they – this is a deep draft coming up. It's a big – I always hear that. Every draft is a big I, – I hear that a lot. Oh, this is going to be a really deep draft. Don't want to lose any picks this time around. Yeah, no, I mean, I hear that too. Um I think with me, I was, you know, I was thinking the same thing I am now in 2013. But, I mean, I'm, I I might be wrong. I probably am wrong. Um, you know, 2015, besides, like, Mick David and Eichel and uh, I think I think Barzil is in uh, 2015. I mean, guys like that, I think, are really hyping it up. But, you know, I, I personally would have liked 
you know, to see him roll this dice. But you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not unhappy with what we got. You know, St. Louis is a good player, and he's 38. You know, he's, but he's still putting up, you know, a lot of points. Uh, that's awesome. He has 388 in the uh, last 350 games in the NHL, and he's that's the uh, league leading. Wow, that's an amazing stat. I wasn't aware of that one. So he's beating out Crosby, Malkin, and all the rest in the last yeah. like almost 400 games, point-wise. I mean, it's certainly a good addition, and I, I think, you know, it's valid to, you know, worry about the draft picks and, and, and for it to be a concern, and apparently it is, because Rock said at the game tonight a lot of people were talking about that, so... It's valid, and, you know, only time will tell. Were you looking for the Rangers to kind of move up in that draft? And, and, uh, and... Sorry to catch up. Um, I don't know. Um, by moving up, maybe slightly, but, um, you know, a lot of the issues with that is, you know, to move up in a draft like this, you know, you're going to want to know what a lot of other GMs, especially teams like, you know, Buffalo, you know, stuff like that. I'm not saying that we're going to move up like that, but, you know, teams like that that are tanking, you know, like what they would demand if they're moving with each other. But I think the Rangers, you know, I would have had them stay pat in that draft and just, you know, see what they can get away with in there since it seems to be a heavy draft. But, you know, who knows until five years from now. Right. Uh, I'm a a little worried. I'm I'm still – the McElrath pick is still – I, I'm a little worried when they get too high because I think they overthink it. I mean, they've only had one experience with it, but, uh, you know, if they choose Cam Fowler, if they choose Vladimir Tarasenko, if they choose Jade Schwartz, I mean, St. Louis got two excellent players after the Rangers drafted uh, um, Dylan Malkarath. And I don't know, I don't know. It's a little. I'm a little hesitant, but if it's a deep enough draft, like you say, maybe they they could have picked somebody up. Well, we'll, we'll find out, you know, eventually. But for right now, I think that you certainly couldn't pay that man, you know, six million dollars a year, and you had to sweeten the pot in order for them to get Martin St. Louis in here. Oh yeah, I mean, no way in hell is you know say if there isn't senile yet. You know, I mean, some of us think he is, but. He, he hasn't seen I enough yet to give him $6 million a year. I mean, I I live in Buffalo, and everybody's saying, oh, we're going to get Callahan, sign him for eight or seven years, $7 million per. I'm fucking retard. Like, up here. <laughs> they're, they're in last place, and these guys are saying, give him the C, give him the C. He's going to, you know, score 80 points a year for us. And, and I, you know, I keep telling him, it's not worth that money. You know, you guys are putting too much stock into them. Uh, John, more importantly, how do you feel about the Rafael Diaz trade? <laughs> no, um, I think it's good. You know, we got a pro wrestler on the team now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> An acrobatic wrestler. <laughs> Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> That's good. John come John brought jokes too, Jim. No, I, I love like it. it. 
Anybody that no, comes with material. I think it's solid, you know, I mean, it's not like a huge move, you know, but it, it, it adds depth to our, you know, defense, especially if one of our guys goes down, you know, God forbid, yeah. because I like to, I like a lot of our guys on defense right now. Yeah, I think he could be a, a replacement four, and he's definitely a five, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, with Montreal, he was, you know, pretty good on the power play, if I remember last season. Yeah, he's not the most physical guy in the world, but, you know, he can actually move the puck a little bit. So we'll see what happens. Oh, yeah. Well, John, thanks for your inaugural phone call. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you guys for, you know, having enough time, too. You know, it's pretty exciting for me. You know, you guys are pretty funny, and I always appreciate your insight. Ah, trust me. We're more funny than insightful. <laughs> <laughs> Humor is our first thing. Hockey knowledge is like number If we didn't have our humor to rely on, this show would be about 10 minutes long. Yeah. And uh, when you started mentioning people in the 2015 draft, me and uh, Jim was going to Hockey's Future trying to find out who these guys were. And bars and this guy and we're like, okay. Eddie was Eddie was texting Eddie was texting Leslie Treff. Now that interests me though, what she was saying though. Something about him in the locker room because she's got a little bit inside knowledge. I wonder what that means. Yeah, she I mean you know, if it was just if it was just some random blogger saying, Oh, you know, whatever but you know, she's She's in the know. You know, she's at training camp and watching the prospects. She's, I think she's got you know, some connections. She's like a Gorge Park liaison. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'll, uh, you know, I think it's, oh, uh, be... it's got some merit. How's that? And now that he's not with the Rangers, maybe she, we, we can get the lowdown. Yeah. Maybe we, we can actually have Ryan Callahan on on an interview now. <laughs> That's true. Call the lightning. Get the lightning on the phone. One last thing now. Uh, do you think that after this, you know, I think Sather, you know, pretty much put his foot down and told, you know, you know, him and his agent, you know, he's, you know, not going to wait for them to, you know, play gravass with one another. Uh, so do you think maybe he comes back and offers to re-sign for, like, less now that, to me, it seems like a humbling thing for him and his agent? No, he's no not. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, I, I, I think when you come at say the hard, I, I've said this before. When you when you don't come out with a, a good opening offer, like a fair offer, he gets turned off right away. It's like f you. You're not, getting, you're not getting signed. Come on, six million, Ryan. Give me a break. In this Go to Tampa. Uh, all right, John. Well, thanks for your call. We're gonna. It's about time to wrap this show up. This lovely show, full of great phone calls, like the one we just heard from John. Uh, Take care, John. Call us again. Thank you, guys. Oh, definitely, you guys. Have a good one. Take care, brother. All right. Take care. Humor first, hockey knowledge second. It's a nice mix of both. I like to think. I think that's why we always like we tend to ask the the callers questions because we actually don't know the <laughs> right. 
Well, I like it. I like to do that because it's just different. Because on every show they rush people along, and it's like, uh, what do you call it? my insight? Yeah, I got a little insight. You got a little insight, but uh, it's it's, uh, what is it for? it's for the fans. It's not for us. Right. I mean, you know, your typical phone call to a sports talk station is if you're lucky, you get two lines in, and then you hear for 15 minutes, you hear the you hear the host answer half-ass answer your question. Or just completely dismiss you and hang up on you, like Francesa. No. Did he? Did anybody in the chat room? Did anybody in the chat room listen to Mike Francesa today? Did he take any phone calls on the Ryan Callahan trade? I'd love I haven't been hanging Well, next time we do a show, remind me to do my rant about the Academy <laughs> Awards. All right, we need your rant about the Academy Awards, and I have actually had people tweeting me as to when the Sam Rosen tribute show is, or when they will hear the Sam Rosen tribute. Um, so the next time Twitter we do a show, I... All right. Whenever we do the next show, if you want to plan it now, if you want to plan it in advance, Sam Rosen, 30 years as a buffoon broadcast <laughs> tribute, will debut it. Let's take a quick look at the schedule. Uh, Friday Hurricanes... Sunday, the Wings, Tuesday. Let's come back Monday night. How about that? Monday night. Monday night. 9 p.m. Eastern, because we will go back to three hours behind. I will go back to three hours behind the East Coast. So let's go for 9 o'clock, Monday night, Sam Rosen, Monday night, hockey radio, the whole bit. Good. I will right. definitely have it. It's, it's in a work in progress. All right. Okay. Eddie, always a pleasure. Good to talk always to you. Always a pleasure. Fun night. A lot of fun. Yes, good have night. a good uh, rest of the day. And uh, thanks to the underground for showing up, man. We love it. Good night, everybody. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night.